0: Some reactions, James Paul said, not sure what's pro-life about a court that makes it easier for the rapist to carry a gun the day before denying their victims' rights to an abortion. I can't even understand your logic there. I mean, if you're a rapist, um, you shouldn't have a gun. If you were a law-abiding citizen when you got the gun, and then you're like, you know what, I'm going to go rape some people, you know, that's a problem, but... We're not in Minority Report yet. Um, and it's very pro-life. Just what did the baby have to do with all of that? Maybe it's just me. Um, the reactions are, are exactly what you thought they would be. The reactions uh, from the right are, praise God. Good versus evil it is so clear to see praise god is twid- uh, is uh, trending on twitter and the second uh trend is night of rage it is the possibility of a of a crystal knock america's crystal knock happening tonight josh hammer joins us with uh in-depth look As much in-depth as you can do in 45 minutes. An in-depth look at this ruling and what it means. We go to him in 60 seconds. How would you like it if every time you pick up your cell phone, you're reminded not only how much money you're saving every month because you switched to Patriot Mobile, but you're also filled with sadness because you're still being overcharged These days, you have to save money wherever you can, and you save a lot of money by switching to Patriot Mobile. They're America's only Christian cell phone provider, and in addition to great prices, they take their money, and they donate their money, and more importantly, I think, their time to conservative causes. I can guarantee you, Patriot Mobile, they are celebrating in the office this morning. Because they are very pro-life. They have worked hard on uh, religious freedom, constitutional rights, the sanctity of life. Do business with people who want to do business with you. Not who are putting everything into destroying our nation. But instead, standing by the values that made us a nation. It's patreonmobile.com slash beck. slash Or call 972-PATRIOT. It's 972-PATRIOT. Josh Hammer, uh, he is the opinion editor of Newsweek. He is the host of the Josh Hammer Show. Uh, he is really quite brilliant. Uh, one of the leading minds in the conservative movement, I think. Josh Hammer joins us now to uh, tell us what did you what did you find in this decision,
1: Glenn? Great to be back with you on such a momentous and really an emotionally powerful day, honestly. Um, so, you know, look, as you said, this dropped recently. Funny enough, I was in the middle of giving a guest lecture for an, for an organization. I'm on the advisory board of when it drops. So I I've barely had any time to kind of skim through here, let alone get to the concurring and dissenting opinions. But it looks like this looks very similar to the draft opinion that was leaked by the Politico story a month and a half ago in early May. And I think those of us who were praying that the five justices from this leak draft majority opinion would have the fortitude to stiffen their spines against this unprecedented assault. Now know that our prayers were answered, Glenn. That's really my takeaway right now. This looks a lot like the leaked opinion. Justice Thomas and Justice Kavanaugh have, have some brief concurring opinions, but, um, Unbelievable, and 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 really just holding aside the constitutional law stuff for a second here. Just speaking as pro-lifers, on a day like today, I think we really just need to pause. And I tweeted this out earlier. We need to just be grateful for the, our half century of pro-life activist forebears who. You know this glum this issue could have gone away after after 1973 Uh, that that was a long time Mm -hmm. ago 1973 i mean this Mm -hmm. issue could have just gone away we owe a tremendous debt of gratitude to the pro-life moral activists political activists and of course yes the legal activists who fought day in and day out to make sure that this grave injustice stayed front and center of our national political conscience and in many days, today is the culmination of, of a half century of of fighting for truth and justice, but in many ways, it's also a, a new beginning for the pro-life fight as well, interestingly.
0: How do you mean a new beginning for the fight? I think it's going to turn, uh, I think we're going to see abortion turn even darker in those states that um, allow it. Is that, is that what you're meaning by this?
1: Well, look, for, I mean, for a half century now, Roe versus Wade and its progeny, specifically the Planned Parenthood versus Casey case of 1992, they took away from the states, obviously the arrogated authority away from the states, the ability to attempt to nationally codify one view of the morality of abortion. It happened, it happened to be a profoundly immoral view. So the, the fight now shifts to the states. And uh, the pro-life activists in all the 50 states, especially, obviously, in red states, purple states, I mean, admittedly, some blue states like New York and California probably won't be able to to touch them there. But we, we have to make sure that our side is well positioned in the state capitals for every red, purplish and probably even light blue state. To make sure that we fight for successful, cogent, and morally consistent pro-life legislation. The the state of Oklahoma, actually, just north of Texas, uh, where I know you are, Glenn, they've been leading on this, actually. Governor Kevin Stitt signed into law a fantastic pro-life bill there in Oklahoma a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago or so at this point, that basically just bans abortion straight (laughs) forward from conception. And there are some, you know, obviously, life of the mother exceptions and so forth, but we really need to start thinking about trying to craft legislation now at, at the state level, but to your point, yes, I, I do fear of course that blue states will only double down in in their radicalism and Unfortunately, that's probably only going to lead to an ever greater divide in our country than we currently have today. But obviously, we're, we're going to save at the end of the day here. We're going to save millions and millions of unborn children. We, we are going to save human beings who can grow up to cure cancer, who can win Nobel Prizes. I mean, this, this is a, just a tremendous win for the human species. I don't really know how to say it than that.
0: Uh, I tell you, I, I saw the stat that, um, I think it was last year or the year before, 20% of all pregnancies ended in abortion. 20%. Wow. That is, uh, that's a shocking number. Um, and, um, and we do have our, our work cut out for us. Um, because I, I think that these states are going to double down, but I, I think, you know, God doesn't waste anything. You know, there is no waste with God. Um, even the, even the, the worst things that could possibly happen turn out to be, uh, something good. You know what I mean? You're like, holy cow, how did that just happen? Um, and, and I think that, um, evil is going to fully come unmasked. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, Josh, I don't know how you feel about this. I think this could be the day of, uh, of, uh, uh, of america's crystal knock uh, i i can see these pro-life centers being burned to the ground today um they're calling for a night of rage around the country i mean i think evil is going to show itself and that'll scare the american people hopefully
1: you know i've been thinking about this a lot this week actually because I, I i've been bracing for kind of a new george floyd summer of love kind of thing happening this summer coming to a city or a suburb near you unfortunately myself look i, I live in florida glenn i know you live in texas I, it it is a moment like this where i do think that where you live matters and who your mayor yes. is who your governor is matters because law and order and you know rioting and anarchy is not really a federal issue. I mean, it is, it is to a limited extent. I mean, in June 2020, Tom Cotton wrote this op-ed that was pretty controversial at the time. I happen to agree with it, where he said, quote-unquote, send in the troops. And there is some federal legislation from the Reconstruction era that would justify that. But um, most kind of quelling and quashing of anarchy does happen, constitutionally speaking, at the, at the state and local level. So at a moment like this, where I fear that you are probably not wrong I, I I take some solace that Governor DeSantis is my governor. I think Texans, you know, should take some solace that they are represented by, by a Republican governor and state legislature there as well. So, I I, I fear that you are right. I I, I I pray obviously that no one is harmed. I I, I mean I fear though that yeah, it is something that something bad is happening and uh, at the end of the day of course that does not mean the justices cannot do what they are supposed to do so thank god they did that
0: so josh have you looked into what the the white house has been saying the white house yesterday in fact i think do we have a clip of of uh of this what the white house said yesterday about the guns and then they were turned to the uh the scotus ruling for roe versus wade Do we have that please
1: Will the president accept this decision as legitimate, even if he disagrees
2: with it? It's going to come from the Supreme Court. So it's going to be a decision that uh, we certainly are going to respond to. Uh, so I'll, I'll leave it at me. It's just, like, it's just like any other Supreme Court decision, just like the one uh, that they did today on, on guns.
0: So the White House won't say that they're going to accept it, which I don't think they will. Um, They're talking now about uh, taking um, doctors and moving them into places like Oklahoma or Texas where abortions will be outlawed and putting doctors on our military bases to perform abortions. Uh, uh, I mean, where, where does this go when you have a government that is in defiance of of one branch
1: of the government? So there's a lot to unpack here. So we should start from first principles. Um, the idea of judicial supremacy, and this is, this is a peculiar thing to say on a day like today, where such a pro life victory has happened, in Italy. But if we're going to be intellectually consistent here, the idea of of, of judicial supremacy, the idea that the justices have the sole and exclusive ability to interpret the constitution for themselves and no other constitutional actor in article one or article two, let alone the states, has the ability to independently interpret it. That is erroneous. In fact, actually, it was really Abraham Lincoln, actually, who in the Dred Scott case famously opposed judicial supremacy and, and flouted the Dred Scott ruling, at, at least as it pertained to everyone other than Dred Scott himself. So, I have actually argued in formal legal scholarship in a law review article actually, that, that the Lincolnian view of how each branch of government should interpret the constitution for itself in its own ambit is correct. Having said that, having said that, there is a thing called prudence and there's a thing called comedy. And in a in, in a moment like today, when it really does look like, and I agree with you, that we are now bracing for riots through the streets when the political rhetoric is at DEFCON 1, when people are trying to assassinate Supreme Court justices. I think it would be at a bare minimum, a profoundly imprudent act for the for for the uh, for the Biden administration to try to undermine this ruling. Now, what they might do is they they might try to kind of issue some kind of limp executive orders or issue some regulations that might try to kind of undermine it at the edges here. But at the end of the day, the idea that this returns to the states, there's not really a whole lot they can do about that. I mean, basically, at this point, if red states throughout the country, uh, Kentucky, West Virginia, Kansas, whatever, if they want to go ahead and ban abortion, what can the Biden administration literally do about that? I mean, short of sending in the National Guard, to protect Planned Parenthood if the state legislature of Kentucky goes ahead and bans it, there's really not a whole lot they can do. And it's very difficult to envision a world in which the Biden administration literally sends in troops to red states to protect Planned Parenthood if that state legislature goes ahead and bans it. So practically speaking, This is like a lot of tough talk and rhetoric. This obviously is a campaign year in 2022. So there's really not a whole lot that practically speaking they can do to actually prevent red and purple States from enacting pro-life legislation.
0: Hmm. I'm glad to, uh, glad to hear that. I know that they have been uh, working uh, on things. I mean, he has said, you know, there's executive orders that I can employ. There are things that I can do. Uh, He's talked about a national public health emergency, um, which I think is just, is crazy. Um, but I would hope that the president would come out today and say we strongly disagree with this. Um, and you're right. The, the court is not the end all. Um, but the court did not, uh, end abortion. It just said the people should decide. I think that's the best kind of, uh, court ruling on any of it. The people should decide what this is. Um, and send it back to the states josh i i thank you very much appreciate your time uh was there there was another ruling that came out today was it important
1: oh no i mean it, it, in comparison <laughs> to this total to, total nothing burger it was like a 5-4 decision on something medicare reimbursement related so it's a, it's a okay. real nothing All burger, right. honestly great thank you very much appreciate it josh
0: josh hammer opinion editor for newsweek And the host of The Josh Hammer Show. Our sponsor this half hour is Goldline. Oh, golly. Stu, what is the stock market doing? Can you look up? Stock market going up or down?
2: Uh, Looks Looks like like it's going up
0: up a little bit. Yeah, today. Yep, up a little Mm. bit.
2: A couple percent.
0: Yeah, we should watch the futures over the weekend. Because it looks like if we have a, a crystal knock happen tonight, which they are calling for, I hope it doesn't happen. But, um, you'll, if you start to have real civil unrest, you'll start to see those numbers go down again. Um, as a student of history, um, you know, bad things happen. Um, and, and then politicians usually make things worse. I was saying to somebody just the other day, who was it? I said, man, can you imagine, if we could just, if if all of the politicians in the world just kind of like disappeared, and we were just left, and we were like, oh, okay, now we can fix things. I think we could fix things pretty quickly. Um, but one of the things we're not going to fix quickly is the uh, the debt and the dollar and what is happening with that. I don't know if you saw the um, the Federal Reserve Jerome Powell came out and said we are on on an un sustainable path right now with our debt we cannot continue now these are the people that are doing the loans for us that's like the bank going uh guys i'm gonna have to take everything away and foreclose on you pretty soon because you got to change your ways not that the bank would say that to you or i they would just take our stuff um, but we are on an unsustainable path, and it's only going to get worse. More and more spending, which will make your dollar worth less and less. And that's why I want you to call Goldline today. Please do your own homework. You're smart enough to figure all of this out. Goldline has a special this week on very hard to find, one-tenth-ounce Gold American Eagles, which have been in short supply every coin purchased you're going to receive five of the mind your business silver bars at no cost mind your business was actually on our first coin here in america most people don't know that i but i love it uh that's a deal worth calling for right now 866 gold line please do it now get the information 866 Goldline or goldline.com 10 seconds station id Do. Gets this is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to Friday. I really can't believe that this has happened,
2: uh, Glenn. We've been doing the show for so long. We've talked about this issue for so many years, over twenty years. We've been doing the show together, and at I don't think at no point did I actually believe we would see this day. I, I, I have to be honest. I I am I've I'm very on the air I'm, a hundred times that this would not happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. and here we are.
0: I'm ashamed of what we all decided when we were back in New York. We got a lot of people saying to us, um, please speak out on abortion, please speak out, you know. And, uh, and I remember having a meeting with all of the producers and saying, guys, there is only so much water we can carry. Um, and, and the abortion, Roe versus Wade is not going to change it's just not going to change and we can't carry any more water because that one could break uh our backs it could be the straw that breaks the camel's back and i'm i'm ashamed of that um you know we i i've done this for 45 years i never talked about abortion um really up until i started doing talk radio which was probably very wise um, because i wasn't doing political radio but when i started I would talk about it from time to time and we would do, we'd do things on it to try to get people to think. Um, but we never took serious stances up until about probably what six or seven years ago. And we decided exactly the opposite of what we did in New York. We're like, you know what? I don't think there's anything more important than this saving children, saving children from sex slavery, saving children who are being held by the Taliban, saving children from, you know, being killed by a so called doctor. There's nothing more important that we could do. And uh, and I it, Josh is right. Those people who have been standing at those clinics for 50 years, God bless them. God bless them.
2: Yeah. They did a, a, amazing. We've talked to many of them, and they've done amazing work over the years to keep this thing alive. I mean, you could see that people might just give up on something like this, but it's hard when it's 63 million children that could be alive and aren't. And it's hard to give up on something like that. And... You know well, we should talk you know, about the road ahead too because this is not the end of this 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 problem is not solved no.
0: yeah i want to talk about what we what we need to do because we need we're at the very beginning and we're going to need to open our hearts a little bit more but also um you know i hear people bash religions all the time different religions because it's not you know their religion or whatever I don't care who you are. You should be thanking those Catholic, faithful Catholic members of the Catholic Church that have stood for 50 years. They really led the way on this. Oh, let me tell you about uh, Rough Green, sorry. (laughs) I am in vacation mode. I'm in 30 minutes. I'm uh, on vacation. So sorry about that. Uh, Rough greens. If you're like me, you walk through the front door and your dog is there waiting for you. Um, my dog, I said this morning, I said, where's, where's my dog? And he is right at my feet. This time he was right behind me and I didn't see him. Um, I love my dog. I love him. And I want to make sure that I feed him the very best. It bums me when I see his eyes get old. But he's doing great and uh, living a lot longer than I thought he would. Um, we've been feeding him you know, regular dog food and putting rough greens on it for about four or five years. And I, I'm telling you, I think he's living longer. He's living a happier and healthier life, I can tell you that for sure. Rough Greens. Get a free bag to try out for your dog. Make, make sure your dog likes eating it. That Rough Greens doesn't want to sell you a bag and then have you not use it because your dog doesn't like it. Most dogs love it. But make sure, get a free bag. If they, your dog loves that, then start feeding your dog month after month at roughgreens.com slash beck. I, um, I just walked outside. I have a barn here on the ranch, and uh, uh, it's where my broadcast studio is. And and I just walked out to get some fresh air a few minutes ago. And uh, it's, it's a this, this is a day you will remember where you were. Whatever side you're on, you'll remember this day. Uh, and I, I walk outside... And my son and another guy standing by this enormous tractor. And he's hitching it up to a trailer because they're moving a bunch of logs from one field to another because they're building a corral. And uh, and I don't have my glasses on. And, and I'm I'm looking and I'm like, is that Rafe? And I can't. I'm not sure <laughs> because he's a man. This is the first summer where he's up here and he is a man. And, uh, it was an interesting thought to have about my son who now in a couple of months, 18 years ago, a very brave young teenager Decided not to have an abortion. Decided that he had nothing to do with her mistake or whatever happened. And I remember we prayed so hard for a baby. And I felt almost from the beginning that we were supposed to adopt and this is really hard for moms, really hard, baby, not from her body, and I think as guys, we don't understand that because I don't want anything coming out of my body, and if something comes out of my come comes out of my body, I'm not putting it in swaddling clothes. I'll tell you that, and we both wondered how is this going to work, and there is something about God that He is my son, and there is no difference between him and any of my other children. None. Zero. Not even a shadow. And just by chance, if his birth mother happens to be listening, or his birth grandparents happen to be listening, Thank you. Thank you for giving this young man a chance to live. He is, well, he's been a pain in the ass, but he's also my greatest joy. We have to look at the things that we do now because there's a lot of, she was 14, I think. Imagine being a 14-year-old. I remember she called her mom because she, she went to school and she had to tell her mom, but she couldn't look her in the eye and tell her. So she called, didn't know what her mom was going to say, and her mom was so great. She immediately just said, come home, sweetheart, come home. And they they worked it out together, What they, what was going to happen. People who fight for the right to abort children, say, you know, who's going to take care of them? There's lots of us, lots of us, millions of us, millions, millions of us. You know, today Roe versus Wade was, it came to an end. Catholics would point out on the, on the feast of the sacred heart of Jesus and I doubt that they think that is a coincidence, uh, just a coincidence. Because we know that the heart of Christ, I mean, the only thing he really got smoked at was children being abused. It was clear he liked children much more, you know, than us adults. But then again, I don't blame him, I do too. but we can't just think of the children today that are going to be saved and then say, that's a good thing. You have to think of the moms and you know, I'm like this with, with Christians who just really want to get people baptized. They don't really care. It's all about the number. They, they, if you want to, if you want to bring somebody closer to God, in in baptism. That is a fantastic gift, not from you, but from God. Fantastic. But nobody's going to do that if you don't actually love them. The people who the people who need salvation they, they don't think anybody loves them. The women who are pregnant most not all, but most who are pregnant they feel trapped. They don't know what they're going to do. We have to be there for them, not just during the time they're pregnant, but if they choose to keep the child, to help them, to support them. You know, it's so funny. I guess we both give up on... You know, once the baby is aborted or the baby is saved, then society on both sides kind of just turns away. When I mean, Planned Parenthood, are they concerned about the mental health? Because they deny it, that it's, no, 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 people are celebrating their abortions. I don't think so. I don't think you can do that. And uh, you may have felt like there was absolutely no way out, but at some point that's going to, it will haunt you what could have been. Think about just the mistakes you make in your life and how they bother you. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. I, I mean, there were times in my life where I said things to my mom or whatever. I carried those things around for 25 years. We have to have compassion for for all of these women. Now, if you're going to use this for contraception, I I don't really, I don't know how to talk to you. I'll try, but I don't know how I can relate because, but I'm hoping most people aren't like that. I'm hoping that's the anomaly in our society that just thinks this is the way to have birth control. And one more thing on birth control. Why is that still a prescription? I'd like to say I'm not a doctor but technically I am. But I'm not sure why that's still a prescription. Don't don't we know what that does? I mean aren't we pretty sure? Yeah. That's what that's what happens. This is all it does. It's a pretty safe drug. Do we not just trust people to use only as directed? I mean, we we trust people. I mean, I see stuff all the time It says, do not drink. Okay, well, it's turpentine, so I'm not going to drink it, but thank you for trusting me to know I'm smart enough not to do that. Don't put in eyes. Okay, I'm going to make sure that I don't put that you know, that cream in my eyes. Thank you. Good good safety tip. I mean, just making uh, contraception uh, over the counter, the pill over the counter, would be helpful. Wouldn't it? It's a lot better to have them get a pill over the counter like that than have our daughters or anybody else think about the abortion drug that the FDA now will make sure that everybody can get that thing is brutal. That is, that's brutal. Anyway, I truly, as I go on vacation here in a minute, uh, I truly thank God for living in these times. It, it's. It, would you live at any other time? I mean, I mean, I am a little selfish because uh, I am a whiner. I don't it, absolutely, positively nothing before air conditioning. Nothing before air conditioning. I even would say I want to still live in a time where all my meat comes from a counter in a little plastic or a styrofoam tray. I mean. Really, I mean, that's, that's about as roughing it as I want to go. I don't want to go past those two things. Indoor toilets, yeah. But look at the times that we live in now, the miracles that are happening, the miracles of science, the freedoms that we do have. I have a guy who's on my staff. He's from Scotland, and he once in a while he gets tired of hearing me whine about, this country is just, and he's like, come to Scotland. Come to England. He's like, I know it's not what it was, but it's still the greatest place on earth. And it is. And just the victories just this week, there's going to be more, I think, next week. Just the victories in the Supreme Court. And it's not. It's not because of ideology. It's because the people who are put on the court now actually respect the Constitution of the United States. You know, Clarence Thomas and Kagan ruled together on, I don't know, something with Medicare today. What? I don't think they could agree on a dinner menu. But that's not because um, Thomas sold out or Kagan sold out. I know, with Thomas at least, that's because he believes that's what the Constitution says. And that's what's so great about it. it. It doesn't cut your way every time. You don't always win. You don't always get your way. Today's a great day. Praise God. Praise God we have taken this huge step today. Lord, see your people and keep them safe and keep the people who are actually working in these pro-life clinics, our judges, our police, our cities. Please keep them safe. Back in a minute. Relief Factor is our sponsor of this half hour. Imagine for a moment if you could get rid of your pain. Our bodies experience pain, and that is largely because of the inflammation in our joints. I mean, inflammation is our main cause of problems. Inflammation and inflation, two different things, but causing the biggest pains in our life right now. I read testimonials every single day of people that um, have tried Relief Factor and got out of pain, and their life dramatically changed. Mine did. Will you try it relief factor 3 week quick start developed for you 1995 it's a $1 dollar a day like a trial pack hundreds of thousands of people have ordered relief factor and about 70% of them go on to order more it's relieffactor.com 800 4 relief 1800 for relief 1995 3 week quick start developed just for you relieffactor.com 800 the number 4 relief feel the difference
2: stay informed Sign up for the free newsletter today at glenbeck.com.
0: This is the Glenn Beck program. Just a uh, show note if I'm gone for the uh, next two weeks. Do not believe anything that Stu or Pat say (laughs) I am doing. Uh, Not a word of it will be true. Not a word of it will be true. Well, except for being taken by Putin or uh, Soros and being trapped in some basement. You're blowing up our show plans here. We have to now rework two weeks worth of shows
2: uh, to get. I I mean, I think we might have a couple things to talk about, though, while you're gone, Glenn, you know. Because there's still more, there's big news still to come from the Supreme Court next week. Yeah. And, you know, Pat and I have talked about this before with you as well, in that you, I think you could morally justify, it would be a terrible program, but it you could morally justify coming in every day and only talking about abortion. Only. It, It is, we're talking about 63 million people that could be alive and aren't and for all the the talk we get of hatred and racism and transphobia and homophobia i can tell you this if you implemented every single policy a conservative wants, and this became our paradise where we got everything we've ever wanted there would be millions more african americans transgendered people gay people hispanic people asian people alive that is the bottom line The bottom line is, despite all of our differences and all the things that we don't like about people's opinions on the other side of the aisle, our policies would lead to more people having a chance at life. And that means we should not abort the next Albert Einstein, but we should also not abort the next crappy waiter at Chili's who got your order wrong. And we should also not abort a person who grows up to be a career
0: criminal. Stop Everyone Stop gets a chance at extremist life. extremist agenda. <laughs> Wait, that, that's too extreme. <laughs> okay. The, the Chili's guy and the Einstein, they get to live. The Chili's yeah. guy that screwed up your order. Yeah, okay. the Chili's guy, he's got to go. And what's worse than them are the ones that are like the fast food <laughs> restaurants, because you're halfway down the block. <laughs> I want them put into the fryer. You that's, know what I mean? That's and not a Taco Bell exception. Say, mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right. Have a great, great couple of weeks. God bless you. Back program.